What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome back to another episode of the Low Life Motherfucking Chopper Podcast. TGIF, you freaking pickle sniffers. <laughs> We're back with another fucking episode. Uh, we finally got um, the Christmas episode out of the way, the fucking year recap out of the way. Uh, actually, a lot of people hit me up and was like, yo, the year end recap was dope. Yeah, yeah. People were like, dude, that was, uh, you know, that that got them in the feels. Because, yeah. you know, you, at the end of the year, you're kind of bummed, you, you know, like I was at the beginning of the show when we started recording it. I was kind of like, oh, another year done. I always get kind of bummed. Yeah. Um, but then you look back on it and you're like, oh, that was actually a lot of cool stuff happened. You know, yeah. gets you excited for the next year. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that was it was a good one. I'm glad to be back on regular episodes, though. Um, This month, the fucking month of January, your boys are putting together a building a chopper 101. The only motherfucking chopper building 101 you need to listen to or fucking watch. You hear me? All right. We're going to get in depth. Not only... The bullshit of, oh, I bought a bike. Now, what parts can I take off? No, bitch. We're not doing that. We're starting from just a fucking motor. And then buying a trans. And then finding the frame and the wheels and the front end. We're going from bare minimum. In case you're a guy that doesn't just have $4,500 laying around and buy a whole shovel head. Maybe you want to piece it together. Uh, This is going to be a step-by-step on how to make that fucking happen. Uh, this will be probably four episodes, um, but we'll break them down so they make sense. Um, but before we get into that, let's take care of the fucking housekeeping. Then we'll get into this bomb ass episode. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. You want me for pillow? <laughs> <clears throat> we got some big news. for housekeeping. Big news. We're coming out the gate hot in 2024. So, number one, we're going to be putting together the only suite of choppering 101 guidelines that you need to follow to be go from just a milk-a-toast bike builder or have aspirations of building a chopper to an absolute chopper fucking god. You're going to be... They will shout your name in the street, Dick. After these oh, episodes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they will they're build statues. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be kissing your thorough goods, bud. But before that, um, we wanted to go into 2024 with uh, a big W. And big w. Uh, I was talking last week w. about our own website. Now, this is something that we, we bought the domain for. I've been fucking with it for a long time. I'm uh, borderline retarded. I guess I'm like <laughs> me and me and Forrest Gump are like neck and neck. So, yeah. anyways, I've been like trying my damnedest to to put cobble together this fucking website for a while, but we finally have it. I'm gonna bring it up here. Lowlifechopperpodcast.com. Lamb. Every- Everything is here. So we're not going to be like, oh, well, you can email us here and you can go to our LinkedIn or you can go just go to lowlifechopperpodcast.com. It has everything there. It has 
all the links to the YouTube, to the fucking Patreon, to our shop, to our Instagram. We're going to be putting pictures up on this bitch as they come available. You know, when we go to shows and shit, we'll upload them here. We have our fucking episodes. Nobody can take them. Nobody can take them down from here. We're going to be putting all the episodes up here. You can watch them right from your browser. Uh, we have some other shit. It's kind of under construction at the moment, but it's up. And I just, I'm one of those dudes that I'm just like, if I don't just do it and you try to make it perfect, it just doesn't get done. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah. like, just get it out there. It's pretty, you know, it's it's got everything you need. If you aren't on Instagram, if you're not on fucking YouTube, you're just listening to this show from fucking some weird podcasting app that I've never, nobody's ever heard of. Just go to lowlifechopperpodcast.com and uh, it has everything you need right there. And we're going to continue building it and making it cool. So if you go there and you see something fucked up, go ahead and tell me <laughs> so I can fix it. And uh, if there's something you want to see, uh, let me know what you want us to add. You know, like, again, I'm not a web design dude, so uh, I just wanted to get all our shit in one spot so we don't have to call out a bunch of fucking random shit. Uh, we yeah. can just go lowlifechopperpodcast.com. That's legit as fuck. And that's ours. So nobody can take it down. Except maybe the feds. Yeah, they could definitely take it down. They could, they could take it down. <laughs> I don't think they will, though. They like us. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, lowlifechopperpodcast.com for all your lowlifechopperpodcast needs. Uh, next up, housekeeping. Bump Shop Diaries. Rodney. Wow, wow. The freaking wizard of the reels. Uh, we're still running that special. If you buy a camp mug from our store, which you can get to on lowlifechopperpodcast.com, go buy a camp mug. Or even, we even have a ceramic mug. If you get any mug, I'm going to send you a code for uh, $5 off Black Coffee Congregation whole bean or ground fresh roasted roasted to order this is some serious java boys um if if you bought a camp mug and you haven't received a discount code let me know uh because i thought i got everybody uh last week but but let me know um those should be out in the mail last bit of housekeeping they're so heavy oxford choppers oxford co dot choppers on instagram uh this is the january giveaway these shoo these are so cool and by the way i figured out how he does them so he plug welds them so they're super clean so this z right here it stops you can run wires and shit and internal things and they're all plug welded on the front look at that fucking clean bean machine bro oh, that's gonna shit. be our january spawn that's our january sponsor at the end of January, if you're a, a, a giveaway level supporter on Patreon, uh, you will be entered to win. So you can sign up this month and get in to win those bars for 10 bucks. That's like entering a raffle, bud. It's a good fucking deal. <laughs> Dude, these things are so nice. I don't want to give them away. <laughs> I don't want to give them away. Um... Do you have anything else? 
Nope. Uh, I got one. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. The Easy Co. in La Espada winter swap meet is this Saturday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., 576 Primrose Street, Haverhill, Mass., $5 entry. Uh, if you need any more information, hit up F6T9W. That's the last spot of guys on Instagram. Um, and we'll see you there. Your boy's got a table. We'll be vending. Uh, Fat Man Custom Motors is vending. Um, you'll see all the usual suspects there, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure Dan from Nola Paintworks, Fish Tank, Trad Dad, um, Astro Man, all those dudes will fucking be there. Easy Co. will be there. So if you love that YouTube channel, run up to them with Easy get Co. painted autograph. on your belly. Yeah, get an autograph. Um, buy some of their fucking parts. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. Um, either way, it's going to be a good time. Even if you don't need parts, come fucking hang out. Support the cause. Support La Spada. Support your boy. Support Easy Co. Get the fuck out of your house. Don't be a fucking weirdo and stay in your goddamn house. All right? <laughs> come fucking. Come be social. With other non-social people, okay? Yeah, you think I like getting out of my house? Think I like going and schmoozing? <laughs> you think Rhino likes having to snowblow his way to his car to leave his house? Jesus, this guy drives in from Canada. You have no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, with that being said, we'll see you motherfuckers this Saturday in Havel, Mass. at the La Spada and Easy Co. Swap Meet. With that being said, we're done with this motherfucking housekeeping. Time to jump into this motherfucking episode. <laughs> I haven't yelled into the mic in a while, I feel like. So I was going to get people hyped up, dude. It's fucking Friday. It's fucking, it's fucking Friday. Friday. <laughs> yeah. And there's a fucking swap meet tomorrow. I'm pumped about that, man. I yeah, love I'm pumped. a good swap meet. I'm hoping there's hot dogs. Oh, there'll be hot dogs. That's all I'm saying. Hoping there's hot dogs. Yeah, we got to get on that. We got to get our own hot dog steamer just in case we ever go somewhere. Like I know, hot dogs. dude. Pull that shit out. There was a hot dog steamer on Facebook Marketplace. I frantically messaged them, and it was already pending. <laughs> no shit. It was already was pending. It, was it just like the little box one? The little dude, it was like the so ones you see in like the gas dogs? stations. We're like yeah, half of yeah. it is for like the hot dogs, half of it's for the fucking half rolls. Of buns. Oh my god, yeah, bro! I love a steam roll, bro. I need that in my fucking shop, right? I can just be yeah. eating fucking hot diggity dogs right now as I'm doing this Dude, episode. I need so many hot dogs, though. I need black coffee and hot dogs for an episode, right? <laughs> <laughs> fucking sick of this shit, <laughs> Dude. Yeah, we gotta get. <sighs> Sounds like a Limp Biscuit album. <laughs> how much? How much was it on on uh, marketplace? It was like 50 bucks. You can buy them on Amazon for 100. But was it like a good like metal one? Like a Oh yeah, it was one? like the legit yeah, one. Legit like one. fucking uh like stainless. Yeah. Cuz you see them on like Amazon and they're like plastic and you're like that's yeah. not going to You need like the old-timey one with the stainless steel and shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what this was. It was like stainless yeah. with like the red letters on it and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Classic, bud. You could tell there's been some red snappers cooking that motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. Mm. I've been dreaming of making a hot dog stand that we pull behind the motorcycle Yeah. Uh, to, like, shows. Yeah, dude. A hot dog Maybe cart? we start the low-life hot dog cart. 
Maybe that's the next venture for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, the low life glizzy fucking. <laughs> you know? Yeah, dude, I'd, I'd put our meat in your dogs. mouth, dude. Yeah. I would fucking quit my job right now, park that bitch at Home Depot, oh, yeah. and just sell sausages and hot dogs. <laughs> dude, I was I was seriously investigating being a hot dog guy. Like yeah. back when in my early twenties, I was like, well, I'm not going to college, but I could go to college campuses and mac on bitches and fucking sling some meat, you know? Yeah. Dude, here's the fucked up thing is you were thinking about that in your early twenties. I'm thinking about that when I'm 36. <laughs> I'm like, if I could just find a food cart, I could quit my job. <laughs> oh, dude. Hot dogs too, man. The steamed hot dogs, they're so much better. When you go anywhere and get a hot dog and they, they grill it or they fucking, you know, it's just like, it's not the same. Don't make it a hot dog fancy. Yeah. Just get that shit wet, steam the fuck out of it, and you can just throat those things, like, one after the other. You need condiments. Oh, so It's good. mad cheap. It's mad cheap to get into a hot dog business. Hot dogs yeah. are cheap. Buns are cheap. Condiments are cheap. Yeah. You got to have the chili dogs with onions and shit. Oh, yeah. I'm about that. Might have to take a second mortgage on your house to afford all that chilly though but we should definitely at least get one but here's the thing if you go to a show sometimes you don't you can't plug it in right so we'll have to run a generator like a gas need a propane steamer oh yeah i wonder if they have propane ones they must have shit like that they got to because that's what they use on those hot dog carts Ain't no way they're yeah. fucking pulling a goddamn generator around. Nobody wants to stand in your line. That's exactly why they have the cart to have the propane tank in there. Yeah, and it must. It, you don't need a whole lot of propane to run that fucking cart, right? Oh shit! All right. We anyways, pr- we promised people we we're going to talk about motorcycles. Yeah. Anyways, we're talking about fucking build the chopper today. I don't even. Dude, we just went down the deepest fucking dive of hot dogs. Yikes! We we have to stop doing this show at dinner time. <laughs> Um, all right, listen. I promise that's it for food this episode. Um, like I said in the beginning of the show, this is going to be a chopper building 101 fucking uh what do you call it when there's multiple of them? Mini series? Mini series. Um We're gonna start from the very bottom. We're gonna start as if you didn't have the money to go buy an entire shovel head or an entire fucking sportster or whatever you're trying to fucking buy, right? We're going to start with just finding a motor. Um, first step is figuring out which motor is right for you. Which motor do you want to build? What platform are you trying to build on? Um, are you trying to stay lower? I'm, listen when I say lower, not low. Lower budget and build a sporty? An Evo Sporty, I should say. And Ironhead is not going to be low budget. I promise you that. Um, <laughs> uh, an Evo Sporty, like lower budget. Um, the transmission comes attached to the motor. It's cheaper. You can yeah. buy an Evo motor for probably a couple hundred bucks. An Evo Sportster motor. Probably three or four hundred bucks. If we're being real here. Um, or do you want to go the shovel route? You can usually pick up a shovel motor for like two grand. Um, or even get fucking lower than that and just buy the bottom end and buy your own cylinders and swap meat heads. Um, 
you got to figure out what's going to work best for you. Or maybe you're the guy that has just been saving up and you've got 4500 to spend on a whole fucking roller. Um, if you're that guy, you just have to wait until we get a little further into the episode for it to make sense for you. Um, but we're going to start at finding the fucking motor. Um, where to look. Okay, so you can look places like swap meets. Probably not going to find a whole motor. I don't see a whole bunch of motors for sale at swap meets. Um, usually that's going to be the route if you're going to try to piece something together. You can probably find a lower end. Um, if the guy's not a dick, probably for 500 bucks, 600 bucks. Um, right. That seems fair. 500 bucks, 600 bucks for a bottom end. For a bottom end for, for a shovel. shovel. Probably somewhere around there. Um, then you'd have to find obviously cylinders and heads and all that bullshit. Um, that, that's the long way around. I mean, it's that's the it's long really way. Yeah, that's like I wouldn't. I don't suggest that with a shovel. If you're gonna try building a pan or something like that, maybe go that route too. Yeah, because a pan you're gonna be spending a lot more money. Yeah. Um, but a shovel is just I feel like save up and just at least get the money for the motor. Um, piecing it together is gonna suck. Yeah, yeah. Well, because well, with shovel heads. The transmission is going to cost as much as the motor, you right? Know, you're looking at, you know, fifteen hundred for, I mean, if you're lucky, fifteen hundred for a decent ratchet top, yeah. And then, you know, yeah, fifteen two thousand for like a motor, yeah. Like that's complete, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, it depends on what your budget is. Like, if you're like dead set and you're like, I want to, I want a shovel head, but you're broke piece it together do what you love that's the number one thing is like do not buy an xs650 unless you want to buy an xs650 right you know, because if you're not stoked on it you lose steam really quick fast yeah so get something like i'm a i'm i would say just like you cannot go wrong with like an evo five speed that's like yeah. you can get them relatively cheap um they they're pretty i mean you don't have to worry about fucking 40 years of abuse and shit you know what i mean like it's probably going to be pretty solid starting point but if you're like no i need to have that shovel i guess it depends on where you're at in your evolution too cuz when you first start like i start i started out i had no money i had to have and no knowledge i had to have a running bike to start with you know what i mean cuz i didn't i didn't have you know so Harleys were out of the question at that point. I was like, I have $500 and I need either a CB750 or an XS650 if that's your budget. Yep. And and you need something running. Like so it's skill level and budget. If you have a a lot of knowledge, you can get into piecing together a shovel head right away. You know what I mean? Even if you don't have a lot of money. So you just have to figure out where you are on that spectrum like do you have no knowledge and no money? You're looking at Japanese bikes. <laughs> if you have, you know, like some mechanical aptitude and no money, you can probably get into a into a into a Harley like relatively cheaply. Yeah. So. Um. Other place to look for it: Facebook Marketplace is going to be a great fucking spot. Um, yeah. motors are on there all the time. Another great spot is Instagram. 
people will be raffling these motherfuckers off nonstop. Uh, you can check Chop, um, yeah, Chopper Swapper. Motors are always on there. Um, the only problem with doing something like that is nine times out of ten, it's not going to be local. So you're buying it on a whim. You're buying it hoping that what this guy's telling you is correct. Um, which isn't really a huge deal. Um, as long as you get it for a good deal. And the way I look at it is if you're buying a motor and you haven't seen it run and you can't personally go look at it, automatically set your fucking offer for that motor to it needs to be rebuilt because right. chances are it needs to be rebuilt. Um, which again, isn't a big fucking deal. We're going to get into that. Um, but that's one way to go. Marketplace I'm saying is your best bet marketplace and local swap meets because you're going to be able to go there, look at the fucking motor, which is key. Because it can save and you, you gotta, a lot you of fucking watch headaches. Out. Like, dude, uh, like Chopper Swapper's pretty good, and they do have an app out. Um, I think it's like a paid app now. But, uh, dude, Instagram is lousy with fucking scammers. Bad. If you have, you know, if, if you're a parts page and you follow me and I haven't followed you back, it's because there's just so many scam accounts out there. I don't trust them. You know what I mean? And I'm the type of guy that I look at stuff and it's like, oh, I'm getting a deal. And those scammers said it just so, you know, so it's just a, just a little bit lower. And I don't want to like, I don't want to shit on like everybody because there's dudes out there, legit dudes selling parts on, on Instagram. But at this point, it's like you kind of need to know someone that knows that person. You know what right. I mean? Like, yep. there's just so many fucking scammers out there. Imagine getting burnt for fucking 1500 bucks for a, you know what I mean? Like, that would kill me. Be devastating like that. Oh yeah, dude. You send someone fifteen hundred bucks for a ratchet top and they don't send it to you. Yeah. It's just not worth the risk for me. So yeah. for me, it's like local people, you know, like on fucking Facebook Marketplace, the best, the absolute hand down best place to get motor parts are from your friends. Yeah. And here's another people way to know. go too. Pending how you want to go about it, a lot of these companies that sell motors also have an affirm option where you can literally take a fucking payment out on a motor. Do you want to go that route? I don't know. You know what I mean? It's not for everybody. Um, I probably wouldn't. Maybe for a motor for my car, yeah. But I don't think I would for a bike because I would just buy one and rebuild it myself. Um, I've been I've been looking seriously at that lowbrow customs knucklehead though. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only thing I would. If I won the lottery, if like I hit on a scratcher or something, I'd yeah, probably yeah. do that. I mean, you could affirm it for probably like three hundred bucks a month or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not in the cards right now, but just an affirm a knucklehead, <laughs> dude. It's like, um, oh, but that's weird. an option if you want to go that route. Um, but I think marketplace. And swap meet's gonna be your best bet. If you're already in the chopper community, just ask around. Chances are somebody knows somebody that has a fucking shovel head for sale. Um but figure out where the fuck you're gonna buy it. It's not it's not that hard to find one. If you want one, you'll find it. Um next thing. 
this is why I say marketplace is the going to be your best bet or swap meets or something like that, because you want to look at the goddamn motor. Now, I know you go and look at all these other fucking videos where it says SWAT, I mean, uh, chopper building 101 or blah, blah. And they're like, check the compression. Well, here's the thing is you're not going to really be able to check the compression if it's only a motor. Unless you bring a fucking crazy ass fucking impact gun that's going to spin that fucking motor over. It's not going to happen. Um. Chance are you're not going to check the compression. Um, but if you go and look at it, you can do a couple things that will give you some peace of mind. First off, you can pull the fucking plugs. And by pulling the plugs, it's going to tell you how that bike was running last time it was fucking running. Um, and usually people leave the plugs in there because they don't want just open cylinders for shit to be getting in there while it's sitting in th- inside of their garage. So usually you can pull those plugs out, check those out. Um, a spark plug will tell you a lot about how a motor was running, how it was treated. You know what I mean? Um, another thing, and who knows, maybe some people aren't going to let you do this, uh, but it's worth fucking asking. You can pull the fucking heads off real quick. It's a very quick job when the motor's already out of the bike. And by pulling the heads off, now you can check everything you need to look at. You can look at the valves, see how those are looking. You can look at the pistons, see what those look like. See if there's a bunch of fucking, um, what's it called? Carbon? Carbon buildup on top of the pistons. You can see inside the cylinders, which will tell you how the wrist pins are and all of that. You can tell everything you need to know about that motor except for the bottom end by just simply popping the heads off. Um, I mean, and, and you can actually see a lot, <clears throat> even just popping those plugs. Cause like when I got my shovel head, the guy was like, yeah, it's just, it was just rebuilt. You know, it's n- never run. I popped the plug yeah. out, shined it in there and you can see the piston doesn't have anything on it. It's like, right. And you can see the size of the pistons and shit too. And if it was rebuilt and they're saying it's fully rebuilt, then you're going to see cr- new cross hatching in the cylinders. And you can see yeah. that through the fucking spark plug hole. Yep. Um, so there's all kinds of things you can do to check. Um, obviously if you're going to go buy a bike, a roller, yeah, check the compression. It's easy, but still like check the plugs. The plugs are going to tell you a lot of fucking shit. If you don't know how to read spark plugs, there's a hundred different fucking pictures on Google. Just type in read how to read a spark plug and you can literally print out a fucking paper that shows you every different discoloration of a spark plug and it'll tell you exactly what it's doing if it's not enough fuel if it's too much fuel if the motor ran too hot it'll tell you everything you need Um, need that knowledge anyways for anything if you're running a snowblower or your car yeah you just need to know yes um so yeah if you're buying a whole bike you can do the compression check check the plugs then you don't even have to rip the heads off um but we're talking if you're starting from the bottom and buying a motor i highly recommend pulling the plugs if there's no plugs, that sucks. You really don't have any history of the motor at that point. Um, but like Rhino said, look down inside the uh, spark plug hole. See what the top of those pistons look like. See if you can see cross hatching on the fucking um, cylinder walls. 
see if you see any fucking um, grooves in there from where the wrist pins are worn out and it's just fucking sloppy inside if their piston yeah. rings are worn out. You know, I would say even like <clears throat> just baseline. So if you're buying a bike that runs, like if you're buying a shovel head, like a whole thing that you're going to strip down and chop, that's one thing. But if you're buying a motor, if you're buying it piecemeal, I would say just plan on doing a top end anyways. Because it's already out of the bike. Yeah. It's just oh, 100%. like, why wouldn't you? 100%. You know what I mean? It's cheap money just for, you don't want to build a whole bike around this fucking motor and then find out that it has fucking problems. You already have it out. Yeah. Plop it out on the bench, yeah. put put some wood blocks on it, and then a top end is really easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have that on the list at the very end. Because um, it, it just makes sense. If you're buying just the motor, um, even if you're doing a whole build, um, it just makes sense to the top end. Like Rhino said, even if you don't have a lot of mechanical ability, like you haven't done a bunch, you could do a top end with this book and less than $100 in tools. It's not that fucking hard. Um, so highly recommend it. That's why we're doing this, right? This whole mini series right here is to not to teach you how to do it um because there's a lot of other people that are so much smarter than me and rhino um this is more of to show you the steps to show you that you could do it yourself um so anyway so you're gonna look inside the motor somehow whether it's through the spark plug holes or if the guy lets you pull the fucking heads off which is a plus in my opinion if the guy doesn't want you to pull the heads off probably something wrong with a fucking motor or the guy's a dickhead. But if you go there with cash in your hand, don't be a piece of shit. Um, go there with cash in your hand and be like, hey, I got the cash right here. I just want to pop off. Even if you pop off one head, pop off the rear cylinder. That's usually the one that gets fucked up. Um, pop off that rear cylinder. Just check it out. Check and see what the cylinder looks like. Check and see what the valves look like. And... If everything checks out and it looks good, there's no crazy scoring inside the cylinders. The valves look like they're good, not all beat the shit. Then give them the fucking money and be on your way. Um, so once you get that figured out, okay, we got the motor. Um, now you have to figure out what transmission you're going to get. And I'm just basing this off a shovel right now. Um, if you're going to go the Sportster route, it comes with a transmission. And if it doesn't, you bought the wrong fucking motor. <laughs> um, but it's going to come with the transmission you want. Um, highly recommend going five speed. It's just easier to get parts. There's less shit that goes wrong. Um, Everybody if you're that doing, has a I'm talking, I'm talking five speed going to a five Evo speed Sportster, by the way, yeah. five speed Evo Sportster. Yeah. Um, if you're going shovel. Um, now you have to figure out which transmission you want. And here's the thing is there are three main transmissions that you can choose from and they all vary in price. So first one and probably most common on a shovel is your cow pie transmission. Um, this is what you normally see on a shovel build. These you're looking at between five and 700 bucks, right? Would you agree with that? Five to seven. You're lucky if you get it for five. I'd say like, yeah. I mean, seven seems more appropriate. They're less desirable. Yeah. But 
those transmission <laughs> right. prices are not coming down. Right. So this is a four-speed Calpi transmission. You're looking at five on a very low end for a great deal. Seven hundred about average. Um. Now you have two other options. You can do a five-speed Evo transmission that comes out of the Evos. It's a five-speed. Um, more people are starting to use this transmission now because they want the five-speed. Um, these I've seen anywhere from three to six hundred bucks. I know that's like a weird. That's a big fucking gap. Um, but that's usually what I see them at. Usually around five hundred bucks. I've seen them. I'm saying just like your regular stock five-speed Evo transmission. I'm not talking about a Baker. I'm not talking about anything like that. Um, this is the stock Evo fucking transmission. You could probably scoop one up between three to six hundred bucks. I sold mine um, for sixty-five bucks. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. You can get them swap cheap. Because I was sick of fucking. And nobody's trying. Around. Usually, nobody's buying them because yeah. they usually don't blow up on the Evo. So nobody's buying an extra Evo fucking transmission. Um, and I don't remember what it was. There was some shit that had to be changed. I remember when Fat Man did this. Um, there was something that had to be changed. I forget what the fuck it was. Um, but if anybody decides to go that route, either reach out to Fat Man or reach out to me and I'll talk to him. Whatever the fuck you want to do. Um, I've never done it, so I don't know what the fuck it was. But I remember he had to change something. Um, I remember that too. And then last, you have the Ratchet Top. This is the most expensive. Um, it's the most desired. Um, that's a four speed. And with that, you're looking at nine if you get super fucking lucky. Yeah. But I've seen them go as high as fifteen hundred. Um, I've seen twenty five hundred dude on those fucking. Yeah, things. that's Rebuilt. fucking mind blowing. When yeah. I first started doing this um, five years ago, six, almost six years ago, you could get them for seven hundred bucks. Um, that seems now correct. I would say right now a good deal on the market right now is a thousand bucks. Oh yeah, that's like a buy, you. I'd buy that. That's a good deal. A thousand or twelve hundred bucks is a steal. good deal. Um, so those are the three transmissions you can choose from if you're doing the shovel. You can do the five speed Evo tranny, you can do the cow pie tranny, the ratchet top tranny, or obviously you can go crazy and buy a Baker and put a six speed in your fucking shovel for some fucking reason. Um, but those are the three most common ones that you're gonna look for. So you have to figure out which one you want to go with what your price range is going to be. Um, so like Ryan was saying before, depending on which fucking shit you go with, if you're going to buy a whole shovel motor, let's say you got it for two grand, got a, a good deal on it. Um, and then you're going to go with a cow pie train. You're looking at 2,500 bucks for a motor and transmission. Um, if you go the ratchet top way, you're looking at 3,500 bucks probably. So now you're getting cheaper, up to almost. Cheaper if you buy them both together, though. Like they'll yeah, oh yeah, if you buy them together train, for yeah. sure. Um, but if you're piecing it together, you're looking at probably thirty five hundred bucks for a motor and tranny. And at that point, if you would have just waited a little bit, saved another five hundred bucks, you probably could have bought a whole shovel head. Um, True. So this is where, this is where it starts to get like, which direction do you want to go? Because at the end of the day. If you're going to go a shovel motor, you just want to buy the motor, fully put together, rebuilt motor, 2500 bucks probably, and then you are dead set on running the ratchet top, now you're already at $4,000. And at that point, you could have had an entire bike 
plus being able to sell all the takeoff shit for probably 1500 bucks. Um, so that's where this whole thing comes in. It's just like a long, um, like a long-term game plan. Where like I'm going to get the motor, rebuild that. And then maybe six months from now, I'll buy a tranny and then I'll start looking for a frame. Um, or do you want to just wait a little bit, save up the fucking dough and then buy the whole bike? So that's where like all this, you got to really stop and like, think about it and make the right decision. Cause you don't want to put all that get the motor, get the tranny, all that right in a row and end up spending more than you would have spent just on buying a fucking shovel in the first place. Yeah. It's probably best to get like a, a decent, if you're going the shovel route, like in your chopping it, like you can get a pretty good deal. Like I've seen a, like under $3,000 for the, for the motor tranny yeah. frame rolling, but you're missing a lot of stuff. That's what I did. I got mine yeah. for two grand and it was, it had nothing. It didn't have the belt, didn't have like the clutch. It was just drivetrain basically. Um, but that's all you really need to start a chopper. You know what I mean? So that, that's the way I went. But like Loctite was saying, it, you bought a, a shovel head that was running and you could yeah. sell all the stuff off of it and then recoup yeah. some of that money. So it kind of evens out in the end, I guess. Yeah, I think you probably made out on that because the those shovel head takeoff parts are very desirable, especially if you get the wide glide. If you get um, if you get the wide glide, it comes with a lot of desirable parts. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes with the dual disc wide glide front end. That alone, four to five hundred bucks. You know what I mean? Um, the split tanks. Uh, the fender, you like literally take everything off it and sell it. I sold, I even sold the clutch, the fucking clutch. Sure. <laughs> I sold everything, dude. Um, so there's, there's that. Um, and that's what I always try to tell people is like, if you can squeeze together four grand, even if somebody's asking five k, chances are you can go there and slap four k down and leave with that bike. Um. And here's the best thing about it is now you have all that takeoff shit that you're going to be able to fucking sell. And it will sell. I've done it twice now. Stripped out a shovel head and made $1,500 to $2,000 back. So, yeah, I had to fork over. I think I think I got a really good deal on this one. Though. I think I only paid thirty five for this one riding or adding. Um, but say you got to fork over that $4,000 once you strip the bike down. You have, you're going to recoup $1,500 to $2,000 back of that money. Yeah. So, like, you're really, <laughs> that's the fucking way to go, in my opinion. It just yeah. makes sense to go that way. If you have the money. <clears throat> now, right. And that's, that's the thing is, like, there's some dudes that they don't have shovel money, and they probably never will. And I would say that right. you can definitely get into the sporty build Super. for half price half the price of a shovel head. You can get all in on a running riding sportster for fucking two grand. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. So it's like basically it's I just seen Josh from Steel City. Sportster. I just seen Josh from Steel City post a fucking sportster for fifteen hundred bucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you can get a deal like that and then buy a five hundred dollar hardtail and a fucking hundred and twenty dollar tank and a hundred dollar fender and a hundred dollar oil bag and have a chopper. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's what I'm saying in the beginning of this is like, 
take the time and figure out what the right motor is for you. And I would say, you know, like buyer beware. Don't buy those $1,000 shovel uh, iron heads. Don't buy the $1,000 iron head. It's not going to cost you $1,000. No. I've owned like three iron heads. If you're new, especially if you're new to building or even just working on bikes, period. An iron head is going to give you trouble. Unless you're really good friends with Chopper Bob and he's going to help you. Iron heads are going to give you a tough time. Yeah, I would just avoid them completely. They're so enticing because they're a thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even even just like even hard tailed. You can find hard tailed iron head thousand bucks. There's yep. a reason why they're a thousand bucks though. It ain't worth the fucking. It ain't worth the smoke. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I highly recommend um, taking the time. Don't just dive into it because you're gonna either one pick the wrong fucking bike that you do not want. Or two, get in way over your head financially and not ever be able to finish the build. That's why, just be honest with yourself. You want a chopper, you want to be a fucking Harley. Do you have shovel money or do you have Evo Sporty money? As simple as that. Figure out which one makes sense for you and then start moving in that direction. Yeah. Um, so once you figured all that shit out, you figured out the transmission, the motor, et cetera, et cetera. Um, now you have to figure out where you're going to build this thing. Do you have a shop? Is it nice enough weather where you can build outside? Um, does your buddy have a shop? You're going to build it in your basement. You're going to rent a Connex box like I did. Um, you got to figure out a spot where you can start that build and where you can finish that build. Because I've been in the spot of starting my build and then having to move. And then having to move. And then having to move. I went to four different garages on the stepchild build. Five garages on the stepchild build. And it's a fucking pain in the ass. Um, figure out where you're going to build. Have a spot locked down. Even if it's in your fucking driveway. Figure out where you're going to build the bike. Make sure you have a spot where you can put all of your parts. That way you're not fucking losing shit. Or losing little clutch springs. Or whatever the fuck. Um, Well, you need a spot for the bike. You need a spot for your tools. And you need a spot for the parts. Yes. And if you just have one workbench, it's all on that workbench. Right. Which is a pain in the fucking ass. And that's where I started was I had a, it was probably like maybe eight by eight little square. And I had one wooden workbench. And I just had, bike was on the floor. And you're just like kind of scooting around it. And then everything on this, just a pile of shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so figure out where you're going to build it. Next thing, do you have the tools to do this whole build? You're going to need the essential shit. You're going to need a socket set. You're going to need a ratchet and a couple different ratchets. Um, you're going to need some boxed end wrenches for sure. You're going to need those. You're going to need some Allen wrenches. Um, depending on what you're building, you're going to need Torx bits and you're also going to need a torque wrench. Um, with those though, with those things and some adjustables, um, with those things, you can build this motorcycle. You can build a fuck job, baby. All right. Um, once you start getting in depth, you're going to have to buy some other things. Um, but to get started, that will get you started. That'll get you inside the motor. Yeah. Don't buy your... any, don't buy any specialty tools until you need them. 
Right. You know what I mean? That's the way to do you, it. Don't just go buy a bunch yeah. of shit that people tell you need. Start you building. Crack, and once you figure out, oh, I need this, buy it. Like when you crack open that service manual, the first few pages are like, you're going to need this, 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 and this. Yeah. But you don't need any of that unless you're actually touching that thing. You know, like, right. you know, clutch compressor or whatever. Like, the first thing I did was go to Harbor Freight, buy yourself like a mechanics tool set. You know, yeah. you have pretty much everything you need there because you got screwdrivers, you got fucking hexes, you got, and then buy stuff as you need it. Like run down to your local hardware store if you need a certain Torx bit or something, you know? Yeah. Don't go and get things that you don't need. Right. That, and that I'll say this. Time. I don't care what anybody tells you. You do not. Listen to what I'm fucking saying. You do not need to spend hundreds of fucking dollars on fucking sockets or on wrenches or on ratchets if you were not building and doing mechanical things for a living you are a fucking idiot for buying snap-on or buying mac tools because you're never getting repaid for them you want to know why fat man has three fucking full rolling chest toolboxes full of snap-on because he makes thousands of dollars a week with them that's why fat man buys those fucking tools all right so when you go spend that much money on tools you're an idiot you're listen listen for the guy that's in the mic you're dumb you're dumb bud i was i was a mechanic for a living I've been wrenching since I was 15 years old, all right? I'm talking 15 is when I was, like, building things. I've been playing with wrenches since I was a baby. Um, I'm here to tell you, you're dumb. When I was a mechanic in a fucking shop, did I have Mac tools and Snap-on tools? 100% sure did, bud. That's why I got some in my box right now. But since I started doing this as this is my hobby... Your boy ain't seen snap on since. I'll tell you that. One, actually, I own because one snap on snap. I'm not wrench. I'm not wasting the money. Snap on makes sense when you're a mechanic, when you're gonna recoup that money. Does snap on shit work better? Yeah. Do their wrenches fit the bolt better? Yeah. Do their screwdrivers work better? Sure do, bud. But guess what? Craftsman works fine. Harbor Freight works fine. For what you're going to do, you can use all that shit. All right? And listen, this is coming from a guy. I'm not just some fucking asshole that <laughs> has, like, <laughs> minimal fucking experience working on shit and, like, oh, I'm a chopper guy. No, bitch. I've been doing this literally my entire life. My whole life I've been a wrench. And I'm, tell I'm here to tell you, if you're not making money with your fucking tools, don't buy Snap-on. It's dumb. Go to Harbor Freight. They have a lot of nice shit. Here's the thing with Harbor Freight. They have like three tiers of tools. Yeah. They have like Pittsburgh, junk. They'll still work. But that's like bottom of the fucking barrel. And guess what? You could still build an entire fucking chopper with Pittsburgh tools. I'm here to tell yeah, you. I do. Okay? Then, I don't know. Pittsburgh is their middle line, right? I think I there's like there's something. I don't look at any other lines. I know they, they have something, Icon. 
Yeah, they have Pittsburgh. something, and then it's Pittsburgh, and then Icon. I think Pittsburgh's the middle below, of the road. There's something below yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh? I'm pretty sure there is, because the Pittsburgh Jack's, like, the most expensive in the whole fucking place. Um, but I think Pittsburgh's, like, middle of the road, and then Icon is, like, equivalent to Snap-on, it says. It's lifetime, it's lifetime warranty. guaranteed, yeah. Um, I've never used any Icon shit. It looks really nice. They have gold I've touched their wrenches. Their wrenches are nice. Yeah. Um, but I'm just here to tell you, you do not have to buy that expensive fucking tooling and nor should you it does not make sense if you're not wrenching every day for a living it does not make sense the only I've the only thing the only thing i would say now. though is like is if you do buy snap-on buy it used on ebay because if you're paying a dude off a truck to get it or whatever or ordering online like i got the only snap-on item i have is a three-eighths stubby ratchet and i because i use it for everything because you don't yeah. need like you don't need like a big ratchet you can get in everywhere it, and it works fucking awesome but it's it's 30 years old i bought it on ebay and i rebuilt yeah. it you know what i mean yeah, so, yeah so don't spend a bunch of money because the tools are only as good as the operator you know what i mean you can, right. I, could, I could use snap on but it's not gonna make me any better i use yeah. harbor freight because cheapskate right and this is what I'm telling you is I've come from both sides of this. I was literally a paid mechanic forever, forever, working on brand new cars, used cars, building hot rods, building motorcycles. I've done it all. It's dumb for you to spend that much money on tools because you're not going to put it through the same wear and tear as somebody who's doing it 80 hours a week. It does not make sense for you to buy those tools. You can build half of, half of my tool stuff is craftsman stuff now because I don't wrench for a living anymore. I'm not spending $300 on a socket set. I built four motorcycles now with craftsman tools. Yeah. The other thing I'll say and about never that run into too a problem. Is, is dude, motorcycles are little boy shit. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. like when you're working on cars that have like rusted undercarriages and like, fuck, like those things take a fucking beating. But your your motorcycle, like most of the stuff is pretty well kept. Most people keep their motorcycles inside. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. not like a car that's I just hate when people I just hate when people buy snap on shit and think that they're buying the best shit doesn't make you the best. I'm here to tell you that. I'm here to tell you that. And not saying that because I don't have snap. I have snap on shit. I just don't you don't fucking need it unless you're doing it for a living. It just doesn't make sense. Um, the only thing that you should be spending good money on is your fucking torque wrench. Your torque wrench is what matters because you're going inside the motor. And here's what I'll say. I'm not a big torque guy. The only thing I torque is interior motor shit. If it's inside the motor, it's getting touched with a torque wrench and it's going to be a good torque wrench because I've been the guy I've built motors that have blown up they go kapow and the damage on the inside of a motor when a rocker arm falls off or a valve lets go is catastrophic it's fucking not good bud um so for me i'm looking at i guess what would you recommend for a torque so i'm a harbor freight torque wrench guy at the moment yeah but what um, would you recommend for a torque wrench because they run i mean they get up there quick I think mine, hold on one second. 
and those Harbor Freight ones are kind of junk. Like one of them that I used, I definitely didn't work. And I definitely, definitely stripped a bolt. Very important one. I forget what, I think mine's Tecton. Uh, oh, fuck, I can't remember. Is it like a digital one or analog? Like the, the uh, So I have one of each. Yeah. I have one of each. Um, I think one is a Tecton, maybe. And then I think the other one's off the Mack truck. It's a Mack torque wrench. Um, But I just, I recommend if you're going to spend any money, spend it on your torque wrench. Because that is, and I'm not saying, I've never used the Harbor Freight one, so I'm not saying those ones aren't right. And you could easily check them. Yeah, they them. Um. But just spend the money on a good torque wrench. All that other money, if you spend $300 or $200 on a set of sockets, you're dumb. Because you could have bought a whole ass toolkit for 200 bucks of Craftsman. You know what I mean? Um, And not saying I'm a big fucking Craftsman advocate. I'm saying that's just what I've started to use now. Um, But Harbor Freight. You could fucking buy three toolkits for fucking 300 bucks at Harbor Freight. Um, it just doesn't make sense for what you're doing. If you're not doing it every single day, making money with it 80 hours a week, do not spend that much money on your tools. And don't don't even buy a torque wrench unless you're doing motor work. Because for the rest of the motorcycle, you don't really need a torque wrench for anything. Is there anything else that requires a torque yeah, wrench I only, if you're not doing motor work? I mean, there's stuff on the outside of the bike, but I don't fucking... Like, technically, yeah, you're supposed it. to torque your wheels on. You're supposed yeah. to torque everything on a motorcycle. I don't do yeah, any but, of that, dude. Yeah, I torque yeah. motor shit, and that's it. Yeah. Everything else is fucking... So you probably just, just borrow it from a friend that's a fucking mechanic that has like, right. a nice torque wrench. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you could get by with all this shit. Um, but that's the biggest thing I can tell you is don't go broke trying to buy all these fucking tools because it's not necessary. It's not. Um, as far as its specialty tools, um, like Ryan was saying before, the first thing that I recommend doing is if you're ripping that whole motor and trans out anyways, or you just bought a motor, um, do a fucking top end. It's going to do two things for you. It's going to give you peace of mind because you know the top end's good now. And... Now, you know how to do a top end. It is so easy. Buy a climber or buy a fucking Harley factory manual like fucking Rhino has, and you can do a top end by yourself easy. It's literally step by step in this fucking book. It tells you everything. What to gap the rings at. What the torque's supposed to be on the heads and the cylinders. It tells you fucking everything. And it's not much money. Um, and it makes you feel good about yourself. Once you build the fucking top end of your bike, you're like, I can do anything on this fucking bitch. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Well, so it, just, it, it gets you to a point where you understand how things work. And then when things go wrong, you're like, oh, that doesn't sound right. Or like you can diagnose stuff. So yeah. I, I recommend doing a top. And listen, end I, I'll be the first for one the to knowledge. admit. I mean, like, what are you in this for? I'll be the first one to admit. Um, I grew up working on cars. I grew up 
building fast fucking motors, 600 horsepower fucking motors and drag racing cars. And when I first got into building my own bikes, I was petrified to open the motor up because I've just never did it. I've never been on the inside of a fucking motorcycle motor before. And in the, the back of my head, it's all the same. Suck, bang, blow. All motors work the same. It's just how they fucking, you know what I mean? It's not that big of a deal. And thankfully, I started working at Fat Man's shop up in Melrose. And he just like was like, don't be a bitch. Here you go. And I just jumped right into it. And, dude, it is fucking titties. It's mm. titties. Is there some shit you're going to run into that you probably have to call a friend? Yeah. But guess what? That's the great thing about having friends. You know what I mean? Somebody's going to know how to do it. Some, And if not, there's a whole bunch of motherfuckers on YouTube that do. Or there's a bunch of motherfuckers that pretend to. Either way, you're going to fucking figure it out. Um, So, it just do it. Do the top end. It's fairly cheap. Getting a set of piston rings is cheap. Um, getting the gasket set is cheap. Chances are you don't have to touch anything inside the heads. There's a good chance. You don't even unless they were beat the fuck. Um, but it's it just makes sense to do it. Give yourself that peace of mind. Get a fucking ball hone. In and out of those fucking goddamn cylinders. Put some nice cross hatching in there. And tell your friends you're a fucking machinist now. I mean, build yeah. motors for a living. <laughs> while, while you have that thing apart, you might as well clean it up. Send me those heads. Send me those fucking rockers. I'll vapor hone them up. And then they'll be fresh. Fresh gaskets. Fresh everything, yeah. maybe. And then, you know, it's like a brand new motor at that point, you know? Yeah, the only thing you got to worry about is the bottom end. And it's like, if the motor's taken care of, it. that's probably fine, too, bud. Um, yeah, if if the bottom end's fucked up, just put it on Facebook Marketplace again. Throw it in a frame and be like, Randwin Park. <laughs> bottom end's not even that bad. <laughs> it's not even that bad. If you're going to pull the bottom end apart, fucking who cares, dude? Buy some new fucking, buy a new flywheel, buy a new bearing, fucking see you later, bye. Done. Um, it's not that big of a deal is what I'm here to tell you. Um, but figure out what you want to do. Figure out how in-depth you're trying to get. Figure out if you're just trying to buy a running shovel head and you want to strip it down and build a chopper. Or if you're like, fuck it, I'm going all in. I'm going to rebuild the motor. Then I'll find the fucking frame and et cetera, et cetera. Um, but just figure that out before you get into it because you don't want to start with just buying a motor and then it just forever just be a motor because you get in way over your head financially. Um, that's the biggest part to try to figure out. Um, once you figure that out though um just take your time and like i said buy a good manual buy a climber buy a fucking harley uh factory magazine i mean um yeah magazine harley factory fucking service manual service manual and uh start talking to your buddies chances are your buddies have already done this um Oh, actually, you and don't even have to it... buy a manual, dude, because they have them on websites. And like when I'm working, yeah. I, I bought I bought the manual. It sits on the shelf because when I'm working on my bike, I just have it bookmarked and I just pull it up and it's a digital copy and you have your phone. You can I mean, it's I got to have the book. I got to have the book. 
I have both. I've but... tried the digital thing and it just drives me nuts. And I'm admittedly, I'm just not good at digital shit. Which you is why if you too. if if you've noticed since Rhino came on, this podcast has gone into the you know what I mean, got very the digital. 20th century. <laughs> we have video now, we have a web page, we have fucking emails. Um I'm just not good at that shit. This old book, like I was telling Rhino um, before we started here, when you get a climber, dude, or like any manual, the longer you have it, the cooler it gets. Like when it starts, like all the corners are bending and like you start getting like the greasy thumbprints inside and you got the folded pages to last time you rebuilt the transmission or last time you fucking redid the clutch or the top end. Um, it just gets cooler, man. I fucking love them. I write um, mine, dude. I oh, I write shit. mine too. I write in I got, the notes. I, I haven't highlighted anything, but I've written shit in there. Like if I found like whatever the fuck, I'll write it like on the side. Um, but there's there's been so many times where after because I bought this when I did my last shovel build, um, and I used it a bunch when I was doing the transmission, um. But after I finished that build, I would just be chilling in the shop and I didn't have anything going on. I didn't have any builds going on or anything like that. And like I always say on here, I have the TV as just background noise. And I would just be sitting in my fucking chair, my computer chair, just reading the manual. Oh, yeah. Not even like looking anything up, just like going through yeah. the manual. And I'm like, oh, here's the fucking rock arm cover cylinder head section. And just read this whole fucking thing about the rocker arms and the fucking cylinder heads. Just for the fucking hell of it. Go through the whole fucking compression thing. Oh, yeah. Just for the fucking hell of it. Um, it's a cool yeah. fucking thing to just like read when you don't have anything else to when do. I, yeah, when I when I first got mine, I legitimately brought it into my bed and it was like reading it at night. Just because you want to yeah. know. You know, you want to know how everything works. And, you know, you reread it a thousand times. Like when I was... You do the timing or whatever. You read it a thousand times. And the thing is, too, it's like you have to decipher a lot, too, because those manuals, they're for a range of different bikes. You know what I mean? Like for a range of years. Yeah. So, like, some of it, there's a lot of, like, oh, well, this it, it works this way for this range of years and this way for this range of years. So there's a lot of, I mean, I do a ton of research before I do anything. You know what I mean? Because I'm I'm stupid. I'm Forrest Gump, but, you know, and... I have to like point at the words while I read them. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm the same uh, way. Oh yeah, dude. I just and then I'm like, oh, what did I just read? I have to go back. I like I can't read books and shit. But uh, just you just kind of peruse the whole thing, read the whole thing all the way through, so you kind of have an idea of everything. And then once you're doing stuff, yeah, just have the book open, have your phone open. I'm you got the YouTube too. So if you're not clear on something in the book, you can always go to YouTube you and be like. Who, who's doing this on this specific model bike too i mean you could put in like 1978 fucking shovel head or whatever and then someone did a video of something you know it might be a shitty video right. or it might be like something that just like opens it up like oh nobody explained that part before you know right and here's the thing too is like once you fall in love with doing this when you love tinkering with shit when you love building shit um Reading the manual, dude, is not like a, a chore. I like, yeah. I love to just sit and fucking read this manual. Um, 
and I've already done this twice now. I've more than twice. I'm saying I've already built that twice. I've already worked on hundreds of fucking shovel heads. Um, but it's just the knowledge of something that I'm interested in. I like it. I love to just flip through that fucking thing. Um, and it makes you better at what you love to fucking do. So it just it just makes sense. Get a fucking manual. If you talk to any old head, especially Chopper Bob, he won't even help you if you don't have a manual. True. But that's so, the thing that you touched on there is like the more you know, the funner it gets too. You yeah. Know what I mean, like when you don't, the first time you do something, like the first time I did like a fork rebuild or whatever, I struggled through it. You know, that was a big deal. Now I can do it blindfolded, you know? Yeah. Like, same thing with the transmission. I rebuilt that transmission on a shovel head like three different times. And now I'm confident about it. And if something goes wrong, it's like, oh, if I'm on the side of the road, I know how to work on it. You know, I know yeah. where everything, I know everything about that thing. And then it gets fun. That's when it gets fun. If you're scared and you don't know how to do stuff, like, then it's not fun. You're just scared. <laughs> so just dive into it. Start yeah. ripping shit apart. You can definitely put it together. Like, there's people, like, my whole thing was, it's like, dude, old school Harley mechanics, they weren't, like, fucking Einstein. You know what I mean? Like, no. these things aren't difficult for your average person to, like, understand. It, yeah. It's just about doing it. So See, what so I always do, too, thing. a thing that um that I did when I was just, like, when I first started doing, like, fucking with shovels and shit, um, a thing I would do, because, like, and that's another reason why I just read this book nonstop is I can read shit and just not comprehend any of it. I'm just, I'm fucking legit retarded. Same. Um, I'm like the kind of guy where like, I just have to touch it. That's why like when I buy shit, I yeah. buy it in person. I can't just order something. I got to fucking touch it. Um, so learning how to like work on these older bikes, I just had to fucking do it. And a thing that worked for me is as I took it apart, I would lay it out like an explosion diagram. Yep. Yeah. And I would, so I would lay it out. And now, now that it's all apart, I can see it right there, laid out like an explosion diagram. And I'm like, yep. okay. And now it's just in my head forever. Forever it's in my head now. Um, and there's sometimes yep. like where I'll be like, I'll lay out this explosion diagram, boom, snap a picture of it. And now it's in my phone forever. Um, that's that's a great point too because when you look at an exploded diagram in a book there's a bunch of dotted lines and stuff and you right you're kind of like what the fuck but yeah take a carburetor apart there's like a thousand parts but when you lay it out in front of you and you took it apart you're like oh that's connected to that to that to that you know same thing with the motor you take it apart and it's it's so much it that's the thing is like you have two retards here talking about chopper 101 you need to actually put your hands in it and take it apart for you to be able to understand it. You know, like you can't just yeah. read books. Some people's minds are wired that way. I'm definitely not. I'm a do. I have to do it. Otherwise it does not make right. sense. Yep. Yep. I'm the same way. And so like, for instance, um, I have not done a bottom end yet. I've read about it in this book. I've read about all that shit, but I have personally not done it yet. In my head, I don't know how to do it. I have no idea how to do it. But I've read it a hundred fucking times. I can tell you how to do it, but I don't know how to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's fucked, dude. Until I actually put my fucking hands on it and do it, in my head, I don't know how to do it. I can know every single step because I read it, but I comp like I cannot comprehend how to do it until I actually do it with my fucking hands. Yeah. 
it's fucked, dude. But like once I get in there, everything that I've read will pop into my head. Oh, yeah, I remember this and this and this has to go here. And you know what I mean? But before that, all that's gone that I read. Hmm. It's crazy. That I, What I'm trying to say here is the best way to fucking do it is to just do it. And take the picture. Start an album in your phone in like your gallery thing of that build and just take fuck tons of pictures. It's the easiest fucking way to do it. Um, and the biggest thing is just reach out and fucking talk to people. If if you show interest, people will fucking help you. Like if you're showing them that you want to fucking learn, they'll help you. I have personally given anybody that's ever fucking texted me or hit me up on Instagram, hey man, I'm fucking stuck on this. What do you think? I'm like, here's my cell phone number. Call me. And I'll sit on the phone with somebody that I've never met before in my fucking life. But because they asked questions that made sense to me that they're actually trying to get answers to and not just wasting my fucking time, I'll sit on the phone with them for an hour and help them through it. You know what I mean? Even if I don't know it well enough, I'll sit on the phone with them with my climber in my fucking lap and walk through it with them. Because they've showed interest and like they actually want to fucking learn and they're not just looking for the answer. We should we should do a hotline on our website. That'd be sick. <laughs> Call us eight hundred number. <laughs> well, I do I people hit us up all the time for like, you know, this and that. I don't know everything. You know, I try to like, oh well that kind of sounds like that, you know, I'll, I'll work with you. I'm not like an expert by any means, but I've come across a thing or two in my day. But that'd be That'd be cool if we had our. We should get a low life chopper podcast hotline. Yeah, if you're serious and you need some, you help. Could like you can leave a message between. The, yeah, between the two of us. I mean, because yeah, there's definitely things that like you you know that I don't know. And sometimes when I'm reading the messages on Instagram, I'm like, this is a Loctite question. I'm gonna send it over to him. <laughs> this is a four. This is a four speed Evo. That's that's a Loctite thing. Yeah, that's Loctite. <laughs> um. But the whole point of this is if you want to build a bike, there is so many different ways into it that there is no excuse for you not to. Right? You can go the four-speed Evo route. You can go the five-speed Evo route. You can go the big twin Evo route. You can go the shovel head route. All of them is all different prices. You can go from buying the whole bike to just buying the motor and making a long-term three-year project or a four-year project. That's fine. If you want to do that and that's the only way it makes sense financially for you, do it. Who cares if it's going to take you four years to build a shovel head? This whole like persona that came around shoppers where you got to build a new bike every year, fucking stupid. Stop doing that. Who, who can afford I fell victim to that shit, dude. Stop doing it. It's fucking dumb. Take your time. Enjoy the fucking process of it. Yeah. Have fun. Meet new people through the fucking process of it. Ride a and, different bike while you're building it. You know, yeah, you know? who cares just how long it takes you? And then talk about your if, fucking If you cannot you know? afford to just dump 45, right. If you cannot afford to dump $4,500 on a shovel, which a lot of guys can't, I usually could not. You know what I mean? My first shovel, I traded my fucking hot rod for. No. My second shovel, I sold my hot rod and bought that one. You know what I mean? There's, there's a whole... I've never just had $4,500 laying around. I'm just not that Same. guy. Yep. Um, and I heard the saying once. It's a blue collar saying. It's if you want nice shit, figure out how to build nice shit. 
because <laughs> you're just not going to have it as a blue collar dude usually. Um, and that's what I fucking have done my whole life. So that's what I'm trying to, that's the message we're trying to put out here through this next fucking mini series that we're going to be doing is it doesn't matter where you fall on this spectrum. If you're buying the whole bike, you can only afford to fucking buy the lower end or you can only afford to buy the motor. There's a way for you to do this. It's just going to either take you longer or shorter. That's it. Yeah, this is really geared toward, you know, like people that are maybe getting into their first build or like maybe they don't have that, you know, because I I was in the same spot like where I'm like, I don't know anybody. I don't know what I'm doing. And you get you're like. I don't want to ruin this thing, you know, like, but it's like at the end of the day, you want to ride a chopper? There's going to be blood, sweat, and tears, baby. It's going to be fucking hard to do. And that's what makes it so cool. You know yeah. what I mean? Like anybody could, if you have money, you can just go ahead, fliff night, go buy a nice dyno, put some fucking nice shit, pay someone to paint it. But choppers are different. It's like, that's the whole experience. Yeah. You have shitty tools. You're always broke. You're the heartache brings the joy. Yeah, you don't know what you're doing. Like, you struggle through the whole thing. And then at the end of the day, you have a chopper that's a fucking death trap, but you made it. So this is yeah. like an inspiring thing where it's like, yes, you can do it. I know you can do it because I did it. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm I'm not special in any way. And, uh, but it's about the passion and the love and shit. You know, like you have to dedicate hundreds of hours you're going to have to scrounge for money. You know what I mean? Like, you're, yeah, there's going to be times when you can't just buy parts. You're going to have to fabricate them. You're going to have to invest in tooling and shit. Um, but it's going to be worth it in the end because there's no better community. There's nothing more fun. Like, that's the end goal. It's like yeah. when you're going down the road on your chopper and you're going to a cool show or you're with your fucking buddy that built his chopper, it's like... And even if you're not, even if you're not brand new to building... Say you already have a build. You know what I mean? You're already in the chopper community. But now you've built that first bike. And like the stepchild, I built that first bike. You can see my struggles in that build. You can see that I didn't know how to do some shit in that build. But now on your next one, now you really get to challenge yourself. Make yourself outdo your last shit. Do more than you did on that last one. You know what I mean? And that's like what I did on that last shovel I built. Push yourself further. Do more. Get into the motor. Fab more parts this time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and nine times out of ten, you're not doing that on your first build because you don't know how to. You know what I mean? And that's fine. Get through that first build. Without getting through that first build, you don't ever – you don't get better until you start doing it. That's just what it is. Nobody built their first bike and it was a fucking showstopper. Just not how it fucking works. You get better and build cooler shit, build more one-off shit, build shit nobody's ever seen before by experience, by logging those hours in the garage. And not because you have to, not because you have to get this chopper done so you can finally be a part of the fucking community. It's because you want to be in the shop. You love being in the shop. You love building. You love pushing yourself and fucking building a part, throwing it in the trash just to start over again because you didn't like how it turned out. That's what it's about. Um, and what we're trying to fucking tell you here is you can do that. Whether you've built one chopper or you haven't built any choppers, you can always push yourself to do better, to build cooler shit. You know what I mean? And that's that, to me, is what it's about. 
if you're not growing off every build, then you're not taking it serious enough. And not saying you've you got to take Chopper serious, but as a hobby, you always want to be better. Just like when I when you were skateboarding. You didn't just stop practicing when you fucking learned how to ollie. You know what I mean? You always pushed yourself. You wanted to do that tray flip. You wanted to, you know what I mean? You wanted to fucking feeble grind. You want to do everything. Um, it's the same way when it comes to building jobs. Push yourself out of your comfortability, your com your comfort zone, and build cooler fucking shit. It's it's really the whole the whole culture is about getting outside your comfort zone. You know, like everybody that I know that's in the choppers, like <clears throat> nobody has any money. Nobody likes nobody likes like socializing. Like we're a bunch of fucking weirdos. You know what I mean? Like we're into super weird. Yeah, you're just hanging around with. But it's about like building up your skill set, testing your testing your own metal. You know what I mean? I don't even understand. Like I hear a lot about like oh these posers in the chopper scene. Where the fuck are they? You know what I mean? Like, dude, when I go to shows, yeah. it's like fucking legit dude after legit dude. Dudes that like, cause you can't, you can't fake it. You can't fake hundreds of hours and thousands of dollars and fucking like all the things that go into building a, your own bike. Well, if you just you know buy I mean? a chopper, you can. Yeah, you can just build. Yeah, if you just buy a chopper, but then everybody already automatically knows. You know Which I mean? is like, fine too, because like Easy Co has to stay in business. You know what I mean? <laughs> like somebody's got to fucking. Hey, if you're into choppers, that's cool too. Like you're not a poser if you buy a chopper and ride it. Like, but that's the whole thing. It's like it's all about the riding and the going to it, being involved in the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't care if you bought your chopper, buy your fucking no. chopper. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But don't act like you built it. That's what makes me mad. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 act, act like it. <laughs> but don't do that for anything. Not even just choppers. Like don't. Don't take credit for stuff that you didn't do. You know what I mean? That's just a rule of life. Yeah. But again, it's like, I don't, I don't, I, I know like a, uh, I can count on one hand how many of those dudes are around. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they don't stay around because. But building shoppers is, for me, and I know we're getting way off topic here. Or are we? I don't even know. Don't building know. shoppers to me, dude, is like, you're doing fucking manly shit. And I'm not saying girls can't build shoppers. There's a bunch of girls that build shoppers. But you're doing you're doing shit like humans were intended to fucking do. Humans weren't fucking designed to work and then come home and sit on the fucking sofa and watch TV for the next eight hours before you go to bed. Yeah. We're designed to fucking do shit, create shit. You know what I mean? And when you build a bike and you, you go through the heartache of learning and struggling and getting pissed off when you can't find what you're fucking looking for in the climber mag, in the climber fucking manual. Um, but once you get all that done and you ride your shitty fucking creation to a show with a bunch of other fucking degenerates that also built shitty cool stuff, it's a fucking party because you all have something in common. You're all fucking going back into your roots of fucking not being a worthless son of a bitch and doing something. Humans need to push themselves. That's why so many people have fucking anxiety and depression and all this because we came from fucking running through the fucking forest with fucking loincloths and killing animals for our food and building our own houses to fucking getting stuck in this same fucking whirlwind of bullshit of waking up, going to work, paying bills, and going back to fucking bed. That's why everybody's so fucking depressed. You got to so get out and do shit. You got to get out and do shit. You got to yeah. fucking keep your mind moving. You got to challenge yourself. 
Yeah, burn and, your hand, get blood blisters. You know, we're a couple yeah. generations away from smashing a dude in the face with a fucking mace. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. need an outlet for that shit. You need to get a little bit wild. You need to blow off some fucking steam. Choppers is the best. Choppers is the best. Creating shit, that's always been a thing for me. Is like, I've yeah. always needed to create shit. Everything I've ever done, being a mechanic, building houses, doing hardscapes. You know what I mean? Like everything is always creating something. I need to constantly be exercising my mind. Cause if I don't, I go fucking crazy. And what we're trying to say here is no matter where you are financially, this is an outlet. It just depends on how you get into it. Whether you start with just a motor or you buy an entire fucking bike, there's a way into this community. There's a way into building your own bike. It's just, everybody starts somewhere different. And what we're saying is all you got to do is fucking start. Yeah, it's going to be worth it in the end, too. You know, <clears throat> you just get so it's much. It's so back. worth it. It's so worth it. You're a it better man, listen, dude. I'm not going to lie to you. At the end of the day, you know, it like, kind of sucks in the beginning. <laughs> kind of sucks. Oh, it it's sucks fucking aggravating. Like yeah. when you don't know how to do things, it's aggravating. When yeah. you can't figure out why your welds are just all porosity. <laughs> It's fucking aggravating. You know what I mean? When you can't get a bolt off the fucking motor or it snaps, it's so aggravating. But here's the thing is every time you hit one of these roadblocks, you eventually figure it out. You have to. You don't have a choice. There's not just, oh, fucking, I'm done with this forever now. You got to figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. Sell this. (laughs) You got to figure it out. One way or another, you have to figure out what that fucking issue is. you got too much invested is. in it already. And know? here's the beautiful part about it. Here's the best thing about getting fucking stuck on something. And I know at the time it fucking sucks and it boils your blood and it makes you want to fucking throw a wrench through your wall. But here's the best part about getting stuck is you have to figure it out. And guess what? Once you figure it out, you can never get stuck on it again. You can't. It's impossible. It feels it's so good you've to learned. figure stuff out too on your own. Now you've learned it's fucking wild, dude. That's why for anybody that's ever even just like remotely thought about it or remotely thought about you got through your first build and you're like, God damn, mother fuck, that sucked. And now you don't know if you want to fucking take on a second one. Do it. Just fucking do it. The best thing that I've learned is the first two bikes I built, the stepchild and then the shovelhead, both of them run a fucking time crunch. The steps I was on time crunch because I didn't have a fucking chopper. I was riding a fucking um, a V Star eleven hundred the first time. Sorry. Yeah, I was like, I need to chop this fucking sporty, but I cannot go without a motorcycle. I found a V Star eleven hundred for twelve hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Bought that bike and rode that, and then I was like, I fucking hate this thing. After one season, traded it for a fucking hardtailed wide tire sportster built to the fucking hills but it was a lot more fun to ride than the v-star was and rode that until i finished the fucking stepchild but i was like i hate both these bikes so i gotta finish the fucking stepchild finish the stepchild three months later got accepted into the greasy dozen started the greasy dozen shovel build that was so, on a time crunch. This is actually Hated it. Was, this is something I was gonna. I was thinking of too because. Uh, so you had you had, the stepchild, you had what do you do you always call the shovel the shovel head? But it was the white trash, right? White trash. 
So you're a you name your bikes. I think there's yeah, like two 100%. camps of people. There's people that yeah. name their bikes and don't name their bikes. I don't name my bikes. Really? I feel yeah. I don't name them. I don't. Have well, you ever? I, with me, with me, it's because I come from the car scene originally. Yeah. And it's just tradition to name your car. It's always a girl's name. Is that so? Do you name your bike before you start building it? Uh, no, it usually gets just like comes with it. Yeah. Like, um, not, not like when I buy the fucking thing. Um, but it usually just like gets its name somehow. Okay. Um, and like the stepchild, that one had that name when I started the build because I've owned that bike forever. It's been in my family since I was a fucking toddler. Mm-hmm. Um, but that one was the stepchild because, so the reasoning for it is you're forced to love it and it's fun to beat on. Now, the reason I'm forced to love it is because it was my dad's first bike and he gave it to me as my first bike. So I'm forced to love that bike. I'm forced to have it for the rest of my life without against my fucking decisions. I'm now fucking t- attached to that thing. Just like if it was a stepchild, it's fun to beat like a stepchild because it's a fucking sportster. So you see what I'm saying? How that name yeah, like yeah. all makes sense. That's how that name came. I've never, to, came I've never to named the bike. I, I don't know. What, and then does everybody the white trash? Bikes? I don't think so. Yeah, some people um, are just I don't know, like, though. "Oh, that's a uh, the the black bike." That's a show. The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the red bike. Yeah, and white trash just came to be, um, because I'm a fucking chopper guy, and I just wanted to build the swing arm bike as like a throw it in your fucking face because this is at the era of the podcast where people are like Loctite's a piece of shit he just hates anybody that doesn't have a fucking a chopper and he hates swing arms blah, 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 blah. so this is like an in your face loud fucking fuck you against fucking you know what I mean and white trash at that time was like the pinnacle of fucking um, uh, white privilege like in the news and fucking all this shit and I was like what fucking edgier name is there than white trash for a swing arm build that people say that I fucking hate and that I couldn't build one and blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? So that was just like a whole on edge in your face. Fuck you type thing. So that's how that one got that name. And this bike right here already has this name. Um, this one is called snail trail. <coughs> <laughs> and the reason that this one's called snail trail is because um it actually comes from like a joke from way back in the day um about one of my buddies at a strip club and the stripper oh. she rubbed her pussy on his face and like left like fucking shit on his face that's where snail trail comes from um but the reason oh. why i associate it with this bike is because it's getting um it's getting a pearl white it's getting a pearl white paint job um so i just associate that with like women you know what i mean pretty it's gonna be sexy um and then the other part of snail trails because it's taking me so long this is the build that i said from the beginning i'm not rushing this build i'm taking my time and i just want to have fun on it really push myself to the next fucking level um so that's why this one's called snail trail <laughs> uh shit on his face was it shit or what was the shit on his face no like pussy juice that you could see on his face 
it was like wet. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Which strip yeah, club she, was this? She they're closed now. It was um <laughs> Mac Twos and Bill Ricca. <laughs> oh, Bill Ricca. <laughs> yeah. They got some, some uh, rough Mac strippers Hughes. there. Jesus Dude, Christ. she was crazy. She would like grab you by the head and slam it in her chest and like break your fucking nose. And then she backed up and like just, I'm not even kidding, dropped her pussy right on his face and dragged it all the way up, dude. And he just had like pussy juice on his nose. Yeah. You want to go to the, like, said she the left scum, a snail trail the scummiest on. towns. You want to go to those strip bars. Yeah. Snail trail. Yeah. Hold on a second. Let me shut the spell. Are you up. friends with her on Facebook? Before we continue. No, I don't know who this bitch was. <laughs> That's gross. 73 degrees in my shop right now. I'm sweating my fucking balls off. Holy shit. How long you had that thing going? Uh, what time is it? 8.30. Uh, I started it. Hold on. How long have we been recording? An hour and a half. So it's been going for like two hours. Oh, shit. Two it's pretty fucking hours. cold out, too, so. Yeah, it was uh, it was thirty one degrees in here when I came in here. Um, but anyways, yeah, not everybody names their bike. If you do, cool. If you don't, who gives a fuck? Um, but more of this fucking episode, like I'm saying, is no matter where you are in life, financially, if you have a whole ass garage or you have your fucking bedroom. A build is possible for you. No matter where you fall on the spectrum of ability or experience, a build is on your fucking horizon. You can do it if you want to do it. Anybody can do it if they want to do it. I've seen guys come in with zero, absolute zero mechanical ability. They've never worked on fucking cars before or anything in their life. And build fucking choppers. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter where you come from, what background, what your parents did for work, what you do for work. It does not fucking matter. It doesn't. Yeah. Listen, I'll even tell you this. It doesn't matter if you've never ridden a skateboard. Hmm. A lot of people would say you're different, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, anybody can fucking do it. No matter what your fucking budget is, there is a way into it. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll say it too, is like, you know, if if you're new to it, and you're having trouble hit us up if you're fucking local dude you can use my shit i'll help you out you know what i mean if you're in the new england area and you need help with something i'll fucking help you out with something you know what i mean if you need to weld something or you need a tool or whatever hit me up and if you just have questions i'll do my best to answer and if it's about a four-speed eval i'm gonna send you over to loctite but i mean we've done I mean, have you built anything besides Harley's, though? Chopped. Um, not for myself, but yeah. I've worked on all that. Yeah, because yeah, so, I have so like most of, of that, knowledge, but... most of that shit has come from working at uh, Fat Man's shop with him. Yeah, yeah. I worked so with him in Melrose really any, and then in my platform. shop. I mean, it basically CB. If you got some weird shit, like I'm probably not going to help you out. I'm not going to be able to help you out, but like. I do, you know, like I do a little bit about CB, a little bit about XS, and then Sportster, Shovelhead shit. Yeah, but I'm we're mostly... definitely pushing people toward the Sportster Shovelhead stuff. 
yeah, I'm mostly a Harley guy. There's not much I better tell you about any of the Japanese stuff because I just don't have that much experience in it. If yeah. I'm in a shop and somebody comes in with this, like, hey, this is what it's doing, chances are I can figure it out. Um, but to get super in depth, like I can with a any Harley platform, uh, not gonna happen. Yeah, I just don't know enough about it. Yeah, troubleshooting though, I can definitely help you troubleshoot because, like I said before, all motors are the fucking same. Suck bang blow. Some of them are different. Some have time and chain. Some of them don't. Um, but it's all the main fucking way a motor works is the same on every fucking motor. So troubleshooting them is not that hard. Did we cover everything we wanted to in this first episode? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I just wanted to make sure. One, we drove it home that no matter what budget you're looking at, you can start a build. Even if you don't have the money to just buy the motor. Like I said, you can go the route of just buying the lower end and then pick up some cylinders and heads. It's going to take you longer. It's going to cost the same amount of money in the end, but it's how much money you have to put down to start it. But it doesn't matter how much money you have. You can start a fucking build. It just... However much money you can put down in the beginning determines how long it's going to take you to finish it. That's it. Um, and the other thing I want to make sure everybody knows, take the time. Figure out which motor is going to work best for you. And a lot of that goes towards the budget, right? You can't build a shovel head with Evo fucking Sportster money. It's just not going to happen. And that's okay. It's fine to have an Evo Sportster. I have one. Rhino has one. Fucking almost I everybody it. I know has one. Yeah. I love my Evo Sports. You should definitely have at least one. I love it. That thing yeah. is so much fucking fun to ride. Oh, yeah. Um, so don't think that that's a, a downfall. If that's what you have and that's what you can afford, fucking do it. Um, and then just to take the time, make a fucking game plan. Figure out where you're going to build this thing. Figure out where you're going to get the tools. Make sure you budget that tools. Um, that tool spending and don't fucking overspend on tools it's unnecessary you don't need to do that buy what you need not what people tell you you need it's not how it fucking works buy what you need um and then last but not least getting into the fucking motor don't be afraid get into it take your time take lots of fucking pictures buy a climber do your research reach out to buddies once you get to all that you figure out what's transmission you're doing. You get that motor rebuilt. Um, then we would jump into figuring out what you're doing for a frame, whether it's a hardtail or you're going to buy a whole fucking frame, um, whether it's Paco or you buy like a, a frame at a fucking swap meet um, and then figure out front end wheels, all that stuff, which we'll cover on the next fucking episode. Um, and then we'll get into some fab stuff on how to make your own brackets. Um, and again, this isn't a fucking... I don't want to call this a how-to episode. This is just more of walking you through the steps. Um, and it helps to hear it, even if you've already done it and you're just starting another fucking build. It helps because it helps you remember, oh, fuck, don't, I don't want to forget that step. You know what I mean? Or it gives you a different outlook on maybe you've already done it, but hearing me talk about how I do it gives you a different idea or hearing how Rhino does it gives you a different idea because everybody's going to do it differently. Yeah. Um, so I don't want this to go out as the low life chopper podcast is going to teach you how to build a chopper. That's not it. What we're teaching you is that you can learn how to build a chopper 
Here's how we do it. Here's how our minds makes it make sense. Now you have to take the knowledge that we give you and make it make sense for yourself. Yeah. And if you're, if you're listening to this and you're like, I disagree, you know, you've done it and you do it a different way or whatever. Let us know. We'll fucking po- throw that shit up. This is we'll like fucking a do an episode thing. with it. Yeah. You can tell us. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Let us know. We want to hear all sides. Like for me, the biggest hurdle getting started was no confidence. Didn't know how to yeah. do stuff. Didn't have the tooling. Didn't have the money. And uh, those are just like little hurdles you have to pass. That's just part of the process, you know? Yep. Yep. hundred percent. Um, but with that, and listen, if you guys are listening to this week's series and you're like, Hey, before, uh, you move on too fast, what about this? Um, make sure you drop a line before next week. Um, and we'll just include that into the next episode. So if you think we forgot something on this episode, um, or something that you're maybe wondering, um, if you're like, Hey, well, if I just go buy a motor, what should this look like or what that, you know what I mean? If you have questions like that, feel free to hit us up and we'll recap that real quick um, in the beginning of next week's episode. And if you have any knowledge, you're listening to this and say you've been through the ringer a couple of times, you have any knowledge like, hey, I remember when I was doing this, this was a bitch, but I figured out how to, if you do it this way, it makes it easier. And you want us to throw that tip in to when we get to that part of the segment, um, write in, let us know. We'll make sure we give you the credit for it. We're not about to take information from you and just put it out here so we can make it look like we know what the fuck we're talking about. Because at the end of the day, I'm a fucking has-been mechanic. Rhino does fucking literally everything. Everything. This guy fucking has done movies with Spielberg and fucking all kinds of shit. Um, who the fuck are we? Spielberg you know what I mean? Slugger. We're two assholes. We're two assholes feeling our way through a fucking podcast and uh, just trying to help people get into building bikes because we love doing it. It's opened up different avenues to us. It's helped us do things that we probably would have never fucking done. Um, has gotten us to meet people that we would have never met in a million fucking years if we weren't involved into this culture. Um, that's what these episodes are about. It's not to teach you how to do it. It's not to fucking provoke anybody to do it. It's that, hey, there's a fucking reward for that risk. Yeah. And with that being said, let me uh, take a couple minutes real quick to thank the sponsors that have made this Ramble Fest fucking possible today. <laughs> Up first, <laughs> my fucking jaw hurts, bro. I got to suck 10 dicks. Um, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> or five really thick ones. <laughs> Thick ones, like girthy. Uh, up first, Gherkins. we got who have I not gone first in a while? Stay strong, Co. The fucking creator of the best motherfucking hot sauce on earth. I love this fucking hot sauce. I'm actually getting ready to uh, eat some as soon as we're done here. My wife's making biscuits and gravy. Oh, thought mm. you you thought we were gonna finish this with no more food talk, bitch. Um. Anyways. Stay strong, Co. The homie, the fucking gorgeous man himself in white pants, making the most delicious fucking nectar from the gods. Um, the shit hot sauce. Go check him out. Stay strong, Co. On Instagram. Stay strong, Co. 
Dot-com. He does fucking everything. I just seen him make, like, some dope-ass rebar fucking welded tables. Old son can do everything. He's not just a beast in the kitchen. He's also a beast in the garage. So go check out Stay Strong Co. on Instagram. Tell the boys from the Low Life Chopper Podcast sent you. Up next, we got Dan, the man from No Luck Paintworks, Manchester, New Hampshire, cooking up the dopest motherfucking paint schemes in the game. Remember I say Northeast? Nah. Old Son's the best in the game. All right? The kid will paint anything. It does not matter what the fuck it is. Your firstborn, your girl's titties, your car, your chopper, your fucking house, whatever it is. He'll put candy paint on it. Promise you that. Um, Dan, seriously, (laughs) Dan will get you fucking hooked up. If you have a build you want to bring to the next fucking level, hit up Dan at No Luck Paintworks. Uh, If you want some garage signage that's super dope with some flames on it and this, Dan can make it happen. You want a fucking custom mailbox, son? You want a candy-painted fucking mailbox with old-school fucking spaghetti flames on it? Hit Dan up. Dan will paint you whatever your fucking heart desires as long as he feels like doing it because he ain't doing that bitch shit. He ain't fucking with some shit that he don't want to do, all right? Give Give my boy the creative motherfucking freedom to cook you up the coolest motherfucking paint job you ever done did see, bitch. Up next. <laughs> this is why we need to record these and put them in the whole fucking thing so you can run them every week because I'm on fire you, today, you son. Such, such a good job <laughs> reading them live. I don't even want to do it. Up next, we got Lowbrow Customs, everything you need for the road ahead. Tyler and his team support literally everything Chopper. If you go to a fucking Chopper show and don't see a Lowbrow fucking banner, those dudes are probably bitches. Um, Tyler literally, yeah, Tyler literally fucking supports everything. So a way you can return that favor is go shop at lowbrowcustoms.com. You can get fucking everything you need for your shopper there. I promise you. Those specialty tools we were just talking about, Uh, they got them at Lowbrow. Gas tanks, fenders, fucking whatever you want, you can get at lowbrowcustoms.com. And drop them a line on Instagram. Tell them your boys from the Low Life Chopper Podcast sent you. Next, we got... Steel City Blacksmithing. Josh is always cooking up some crazy shit. Old son makes some crazy-ass Twisted Invaders. He makes dope-ass fucking pegs. Um, handlebars, frames. Kid can fucking do everything, all right? Hit up Steel City Blacksmithing if you want to take your build to the next level and put that little kiss of fucking blacksmithing on there. Uh, old son will get you looking right. Check him out. SteelCityBlacksmithing.com. Steel City Blacksmithing on Instagram. Last, oh, not last. Uh, up next, we got Deadbeat Customs, the creator of the motherfucking Deadbeat Retreat, where all low lives go to die. I've literally died there myself. I'm not fucking playing. Uh, Steve has been backing this goddamn show since the very beginning. Through the motherfucking cancellation, Steve was still there. Through COVID, Steve was still there. Through the fucking turmoil of buying a new house and building my own garage, Steve was still there. Through two fucking babies, pregnancies for Steve himself, he was still there for the Low Life Chopper podcast. So what we're here to tell you is you need to be there for Steve. Shop at deadbeatcustoms.com. He has a little bit of everything for everyone, whether you need chopper parts, bagger parts, Dyna parts, luggage fucking gear. 
He has everything. Oh, you need a new helmet? He's got it. You need some fucking riding gear? He's got it. And the best part is, get real close because you want to hear this. Type in this code word to save some money. You ready? Type in check out and you will save some motherfucking money at deadbeatcustoms.com next we got rhino resto it's a hard act to follow (laughs) inconveniently located in Hennigar, new hampshire proud purveyor of vapor honer boners except no substitutes with a focus on vintage motorcycle and tool restorations friendly service even friendlier prices. Just DM me anywhere <laughs> and uh, get a get a free quote or a joke. Last but not least, locked tights. Oh, man, I keep on saying lock tight every week. Lock <laughs> tights, chop shoplins. <laughs> lock shoplins. <laughs> Latai Shop Shop, conveniently located in the heart of America, the center of the motherfucking universe, Epping, New Hampshire. <laughs> um, listen, you need some pinstripe done? Hit your boy up. All right? Uh, whether you want some fucking saws, see this all over here? Bink. I didn't pay that one, but the guy who did taught me how to pinstripe, so I can also paint saws. <laughs> um, you want some fan blades? You want some fucking garage signage? You want me to paint your tins? Not a problem, bro. Hit me up. We'll make it happen. We'll put some fucking swag on that tag. Get what I'm saying? Pick what I, picking up what I'm saying, daddy-o? <laughs> Hit up Loctite Shop Shop on Instagram or go over to the brand new motherfucking lowlifechopperpodcast.com and just hit me in the email, motherfucker. Oh, last and but not least. Last but not least, the show. show. <laughs> Lowlifechopperpodcast.com. Get some merch. This is this look at how big that is. Shit. This is the new style. Fucking crispy as fuck, dude. Looks so good. First of all, I gotta say, go get some merch. Go get a mug. Get a bag of coffee from Bump Shop Diaries. Get a cheap ass shirt. Get a cheap ass hoodie. Get some cheap ass shit. Uh, support us on Patreon. I do. I have to. I'm doing it again. Oxford Co. Dot Choppers. Look at this. Ten dollars a month giveaway sponsor. You don't want to miss out on this one. This one's fucking beautiful. Go go to the YouTube channel, you piece of shit, and subscribe. <laughs> we have thousands of views and like 200 subscribers. What are you doing? Just Son hit subscribe. You get all the fucking... Even if you don't watch it, just do us a favor and go fucking click a button. After all we've done for you, you can't click a button, you piece of shit. I might edit this out. No, you don't have to. (laughs) You don't have to. Just go subscribe. Oh, and listen. last, Last thing about the show, too. Cycle Source, they got the voting up. Vote for us. We're up for media personalities or some shit. Something like that. Yeah, go vote for Dan. Go vote for Josh. Steel City Blacksmithing, No Luck Paintworks, and Low Life Chopper Podcast. I don't know if we win something or get an award I don't or think get so. in a magazine or something. 
Yeah, I don't <laughs> think you get anything. Just wrap it. Just wrap yeah, it. Yeah, we've been in that every single year, and I don't think you can get anything. <laughs> yeah, just, just um, wrap it. And listen, like we say every week, God, my voice, you hear how my voice has changed now that I've been yelling? Um, a little raspy. Like we say every week, there is a hundred different ways for you to support the show. Whether you join the Patreon, or you buy some merch, um, or you subscribe to the YouTube channel, or you just share the post that gets put out every Friday. All those ways are ways to support the show. And two of them are free. You can literally subscribe to the YouTube channel for free. It costs you zero monies. You can share our post, zero monies. doesn't cost you anything. And you can support this show running for five fucking years. It's a great way to show some Give support. Give us a review on your favorite <clears throat> Give podcast us a review. platform so other people can discover how fucking awesome <clears throat> we are. And just share, share, share. That's all I can say, share. I would rather you share this podcast than join the Patreon. Yeah, 100%. All right? Because when you share it, it gets other people involved. It brings other people into this culture. And not like the chopper culture, saying the low-life culture. It brings in here, gives you – it doesn't only give us more networking. gives you more networking. The more people that join this fucking culture, the low-life culture, it gives you a further network. And here's a fucking – here's a beauty that I'll leave you with. Your net worth – is your network okay keep that in your mind share this show and grow your net worth while you grow your network good night people <laughs>